2: Hi-ho, Silver! Brace yourself as we gallop through the thrilling world of The Lone Ranger, a legendary radio show that echoed through the airwaves with the beat of hooves and the call of justice. Meet the mysterious Lone Ranger, a masked hero whose identity remains shrouded in secrecy, and his steadfast companion, Tonto. In the vast expanse of the Old West, the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode together, their deeds echoing through the canes and prairies. The Lone Ranger, a symbol of justice and righteousness, rode on the mighty silver, his white stallion, with Tonto at his side on the ever-loyal scout. The Lone Ranger's silver bullets and unwavering commitment to justice made him an icon, a lone crusader against the forces of lawlessness. Tonto, his trusted companion, and a skilled tracker stood by his side, adding depth to their dynamic duo. Together, they rode their steeds, Silver and Scout. The Lone Ranger and Tonto galloped into the hearts of our listeners, and their adventures becoming legendary. The sound of the galloping hooves and the Lone Ranger's stirring call, hi Silver, became synonymous with justice prevailing in the Old West. So saddle up and ride with us as we revisit the thrilling tales of the Lone Ranger, Tonto, Silver, and Scout, where every episode is a daring ride into the heart of the frontier justice. Now let's get into this episode. This episode originally aired February 3rd, 1947, and the title is Missouri Landing. Thanks for listening, and let's get into it
3: It was early spring in a residential section of Chicago. The snow was nearly gone, and the sun for the first time in months gave some warmth. Dr. Larkin walked slowly. He paused at the corner and looked at a little store. The sign said, Ann Madison, Notions.
4: Ann Madison. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if she's heard from Dave. I guess I'll find out. Dr. Martin. Hello, Ann.
5: Oh, Doctor, it's so good to see you. I don't know of anyone I'd rather see.
4: I was just out for a stroll and saw your sign. Thought I'd stopped in. How have you been doing since David went away? Oh,
5: business has been all right. I, I've been able to make a living.
4: Ann Madison, I declare. Well, you've been crying. I, Heard from David?
5: Yes, I, I had a letter from him this morning. How is he? Doctor, your, your advice was good. I guess it was too good.
4: His health improved?
5: He did exactly as you said. He went west and stayed out of doors working as hard as he could. He, he says it's made a new man of him. He's put on weight and his cost gone. Good.
4: That's good. I'm glad to hear it. But
5: Dr. Larkin, he, he isn't coming back.
4: Not coming back? <laughs> Don't tell me that, Anne. With a wife like you, David just can't stay away.
5: But he is. He, he wants me to sell everything and go west, and I, I just can't. Well, why not? He, he's in the wilderness. He has a little shack, and the nearest neighbor is 40 miles away. I, I've read about that country out there, and it, it's awful. It's full of outlaws and savage Indians and, and all kinds of danger.
4: I'll tell you, Ann, no matter where you make your home, you'll find the good and the bad. You'd have lost David had he stayed here in Chicago.
5: I know, but... Well, I... have lost him anyway.
4: Mm, I don't know. Where is he? What's he doing?
5: Cutting wood. It's a man's job. He's built a cabin on the upper reaches of the Missouri River. He has an old man with him, a man he calls Cheyenne. They've spent the winter cutting wood for riverboats and stacking it near the shore.
4: Wood for riverboats?
5: Yes. You see, the steamboats take supplies to miners in that part of the country... When they come back, they bring the gold and silver that's been dug. They use wood for fuel.
4: So David's been cutting wood for the riverboats. He sure has improved. Before he left Chicago, he didn't have strength enough to lift an axe, to say nothing of swinging one.
5: Well, if in the wilderness with old, old Cheyenne, he may do so. I'll stay here where there are no outlaws and savages.
6: There. By Juniper Dave, you sure brought that tree down in record time. By the time we get this cut up in the wood stack, we'd ought to have enough to see us through the summer. Son, if you sell all the wood we've cut, you'll be able to go back to Chicago with a tidy bankroll. Cheyenne. Huh? I'm not going back to Chicago. What? I like it here. I wrote and told Ann to sell out what we own and join me. This is the place to live and raise a family. Dave, this is wilderness. Oh, this is living. (sighs) Out here, if a man has an axe, a rifle, and a fish hook, he's a king. But the lonesomeness. Lonesome. (sighs) No, it won't be lonesome with the riverboats running. They'll all stop here for fuel. What's your wife say about that Ida? I I haven't heard from her yet. When did you write? A few weeks ago. I should be getting a reply one of these days. Listen. Dave, the first boat of the year. Yes, <laughs> you'll yeah, be around the bend in ten minutes. Yes, then we'll sir. Oh, All right, sh-
7: you two, reach for the sky. Huh? They don't have guns, man. <laughs> All right, boys, tie
6: them up. Get them inside the cab. Outlaws! Right, what do you, you think you're doing? Uh, yeah. shut up. Uh-oh. You can't do that to my pal. Hold I'm it, old master. timer. No, Dad.
7: Take care of them Inside a cabin with both of them. Hurry it up.
6: No, you don't, don't you? Let me go. Let me go. Hey.
7: Shall I bring up the horses, Red? No. Nah. As soon as the boys are finished, they're heading back into the trees to make camp. When the steamboat rounds the bend, the captain will just see you and me. Uh, we let this one go by. We sell them wood, and that's all. It's a downriver boat we're laying for. Oh, the ones that wintered at Fort Bent. Yeah. The other ones that'll be carrying gold from the diggings. The boat's getting close. Yeah. Now get those two out of sight while we go meet the boat.
3: When the Prairie Queen came around the bend... A slender woman in her middle 20s stood next to the captain at the wheel. Dr. Larkin had persuaded Ann Madison to go west and join her husband, so instead of writing, she had come
8: in person. There's the landing over yonder, Mrs. Madison.
5: Are you sure that's David's place, Captain?
8: Sure is, ma'am. I bought a little wood from him last fall. What's that? Ship's bells, ma'am. I just signaled the engine room. Excuse me just a minute. Set her back on the starboard.
4: Now, get off that
8: ball line. Take a turn around that stump. There we are, Mrs. Madison, <laughs> right spang up to shore. We don't even need a gangplank.
5: <laughs> Seems a shame to go to all this trouble just to let one person off. I'll
8: go set your bags ashore.
5: Thank you, Captain.
8: Well,. Looks like a couple of men are on hand to meet us. Uh, Take it easy, ma'am. Watch these steps now. There you are. Howdy, Captain. Ahoy there. Do you know Dave Madison? I sure do. We're his best friends. Fact is, we're here to deal if you want wood. Well, we won't need fuel this trip. We're traveling light. We'll uh, stop on the way back.
5: You say you know my husband?
8: Your, Your husband? This here is Mrs. Madison. Where's David? I, uh, He's gone away. He and his
7: old partner, Cheyenne. Uh, yeah. Uh, went on a trip. Might be a month before they get uh, back.
5: A month? Oh, but, but I came to stay with him. I'm going to live here.
7: Well, uh, yeah, I see. Well, I reckon it'll be all right. Well, yeah. We'll show you where the shack is. Take that bag, Steve.
8: Right.
5: Well, <coughs> bye, Captain, and thank you for everything.
8: Goodbye, ma'am. I sure hope you like your new home.
3: after dark when the lone ranger and his faithful indian companion tonto reined up among sheltering trees not far from the river's bank the trail had been a long one but they felt that the end was
1: close at hand oh, Silver. Oh, 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 <coughs> we we'll spend the night here tonto well maybe better we go on try to find red carter gang oh no, we'll shove on at daybreak we plenty close to him last time we see trail it new trail that's just it we're close to the Carter outfit. If we go on, we'll have to ride in the open. The moon's bright enough for them to see us. You think Red Carter know we after gang? After all the things he's done, he'll take it for granted that he's being hunted. Silver, restless. pawing at the ground. What's the matter, big fella? Him look to eat. Something over there has caught his attention. Ah, maybe small animal. Might be. It might be some of the Carter outfit on the back trail. Someone come this way. Steady, silver, easy. Get gun ready. Nearly here. The patch of moonlight in the clearing. Maybe we can see. Look, look. Hello. It's a woman. Not right. Her run hard. I didn't know there was a woman within forty miles of here. Come on, We're going to meet her in the clearing. Her see man. Can't help it.
5: Please don't be frightened. Oh, Your man. For you shouldn't stop me. You
1: don't need that gun. I'll
4: show you.
5: Steady. Let Steady. Go. Do you hear me? Let go of my wrist. You'd
1: better give me that gun before you shoot the wrong people.
5: You're you're more of that Carter gang. Let me go. Let me go, you
1: crook. Just a minute. Just a minute. Now, please listen to me. What about the Carter gang? Let, let me go. We're not members of the Carter gang. We're trying to find them. The law wants those crooks.
5: Let me go. Listen to me, please.
1: I tell you, the law wants those men. Where are they?
5: You mean you're not members of the gang? No. Oh, but that mask, who are you?
1: We're on the side of the law. Oh,
6: there's here. Who are those men? Oh, they're at the edge of the clearing. There they are.
1: Otto, that way. You shoot. Otto. Oh, Otto.
5: My, my arm. Me, stop, crooks. Uh,
1: me, get one. The arm. They're
5: coming. Look, all of them.
1: More than a dozen of them.
5: 20 at least.
1: We'll slow them up a little. Uh, That make crooks slow down. This way. I'll carry you.
4: Uh, I I can walk.
1: All right, the horses, Toto. Crooks, come on foot. We can't meet them now. We've got to get this girl out of danger. Here, miss, I'll help you up. You ride with me. I'm
5: not badly wounded. There you are.
1: City, big fella. Easy. Oliver will carry you all right. Come on, Tonto, get him up. Scram, silly! who you meet? Who are those two men? One of them
6: got chased in the lake. I know the girl's been hit. Hold on, boys. Stop here. They got away.
7: Yeah, I'd like to know who those men were. Oh, so he was trying
6: to follow on foot. Hey, I, I didn't
7: know there was anyone around here. And neither did I. Well, what are we gonna do, Red? Should we go back? No. We'll do just as we planned. We'll be on guard. If we see anything in Madison's wife or those two that matter, we'll shoot on sight to kill.
3: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
0: <laughs>
3: to continue our story. The Lone Ranger and Tonto carried Dave Madison's wife to safety and bandaged the bullet scratch on her arm. Despite his mask, the Lone Ranger won the confidence of the girl from Chicago. By the time he had finished dressing the wound, Anne was telling all the details of David's illness, the doctor's orders that he go west and work out of doors, his fondness for the new frontier, and his letter asking her to join him.
5: I I didn't want to come. I I was afraid of this terrible country.
1: It's a great country, Mrs. Madison.
5: Savage Indians and...
1: Me not savage.
5: Well, I didn't mean you, Tonto. There are others. The country's full of them. And and robbers and murderers.
1: But you did come here.
5: Dr. Larkin persuaded me to.
1: Did uh, Red Carter meet you when you left the riverboat?
5: Yes. He told me David and Cheyenne had gone on a trip. He said he was David's friend, so I went to the cabin. There was nothing else to do. There, I learned the truth. Well, what about your husband? The gang has David and Cheyenne locked in a small storeroom.
1: Well, lucky them still alive.
5: I guess Red Carter thinks David can tell him which of the river boats are carrying gold.
1: So that's what Carter's after. The first boats of the season will be coming down the stream any day now. They'll stop at Madison's Landing to refuel.
5: And they'll carry gold.
1: Yes. How many men did you say Carter had?
5: There were at least twenty.
1: Twenty. We follow only four men.
5: Well, I think men came from all sides to join Red Carter.
1: Maybe Red send word to other crook. Yes. Building up strength to resist the law. We not fight that many. It's 40 miles to the nearest cabin, Toto. There's only one man there.
5: One man won't help? Are there no lawmen or soldiers in this terrible country?
1: There are soldiers. The fort is 200 miles away.
5: Oh, then that's why those men didn't try to pursue us. They know you can do nothing and they know how strong they are.
1: The first river boat will be here before we could get to the soldiers.
5: Why did I come here? Why did David come here?
1: Mrs. Madison, we're going to make a shelter for you. You'll be all right here in camp.
5: Oh, but what are you going to do?
1: Follow the river upstream until I meet the first southbound boat of the season.
3: The Lone Ranger and Tonto chopped down a number of small evergreens, lopped off the spreading branches, and used the slim, straight poles to make the frame of a lean-to. The branches were laid on carefully to form a roof, and other branches became a floor over which blankets were thrown. When it was done, Ann found a place that was snug and comfortable. Leaving Tonto on guard, the Lone Ranger sat out in the darkness on his great horse, Silver. One, two, He made his way through the tall trees to the bank of the mighty river, then followed this upstream through the remainder of the night. Daybreak found him still in the saddle. The river narrowed and deepened and became more swift. It was an hour later
1: when he finally reined up. The...
8: Oh, Silver! Oh, oh steady! Easy, up!
1: We're not likely to find a narrower place, Silver. We'll wait here. Guess we were none too soon. There wasn't long to wait.
3: It was the big Missouri that came into view around the bend. She was heavily loaded and rode low in the water. The great wheels churned and the engine seemed to be laboring... ...despite the fact that the river boat was going downstream. Silver, we made a mistake. I thought that boat would be close to this bank, but it's not. The masked man saw that the boat was going to pass the point on which he stood far outstream. He unbuckled his gun Turn belt and looped it about his neck to keep the pistols clear of water. Then he mounted...
1: Only one thing to do. Got to go out and meet her. Got to stop that boat. Hold Silver!
3: The river was deep and the current was strong. Water swirled and foamed about the white horse and the man in the saddle. Silver struggled bravely straight out toward the middle of the river.
1: I've silver. Ready, boys. Here as you go. This means they've seen us.
3: The masked man on his horse and the mighty boat drew nearer and nearer to each other. Once again, the whistle sounded as a warning. The big Missouri bore down. The masked man waved his hand at the captain at the wheel. Bells jangled on the ship. The engine stopped and then reversed. Easy, boy. The mighty paddle wheels whipped the water into white foam. Over. Oh, hi, done, <laughs> the captain signaled frantically, shouting through a megaphone.
7: Clear,
3: the reversed engines checked the heavily loaded boat as the Lone Ranger came alongside. Oh, ho, ho, ho. The mighty paddle wheels stopped turning. The lone Ranger clutched the lower deck, pulled himself from the saddle, while husky hands reached down to help him aboard. Despite the fact that he was masked.
1: Thanks, hey, Silver. The shore of color fellow. What incarnation is the matter with you? Hold your questions, Captain. Till you hear what I have to say. Taken possession of the landing, sir. And once aboard your boat, they'll take every ounce of gold. They couldn't carry it. They could hide it somewhere on shore.
4: Hey, captain! Look ashore off the starboard rail. That white horse is trotting downstream alongside us, keeping pace with the current.
1: Silver will be at hand when I go ashore. We'll outwit those outlaws. We'll not stop at Madison's Landing. That will protect your cargo, captain. But it will mean the lives of three people. I am concerned with my cargo. It will also mean that Red Carter will get the next boat that comes downstream. What do you suggest? I suggest you carry a cargo that will pay you more than you could get for carrying half a dozen shiploads of gold ore. Now listen to me, sir. The
3: Lone Ranger explained the situation to the captain and then joined Silver, who was waiting ashore. It was afternoon when the whistle of the great Missouri was heard by Red and his men at Madison's Landing. The outlaws could tell by the way the boat rode the water that the load of ore was heavy. The crooks waited in the concealment of the long pile of firewood while the big Missouri docked. Now stay right here, boys, until the gangplank's lowered.
7: All right. Hey, looks like she's loaded to the guns. It's your first one of the season, that's why. Red, I'm worried about Madison's wife. Those two that helped her get away. Think they'll make trouble? What can they do? Uh, They could bring troops. (laughs) By the time they get here, we'll be out of sight. We'll have so much gold ore buried in the ground that it'll look like the Kalkan to mine. <laughs> now, get ready, boys. We're ready. Ready. To get a gun. As soon as that gangplank's on the shore, we'll move fast and wipe out everyone on board that boat. Boys know what to do. I've been over it a dozen times with them. All right, boys, come on. Come on, Go right aboard and shoot everyone you see. Well, I don't see anyone. Hey, ah, you will. Right Where is everyone? Where's the man to run this boat? I don't even see the ones that lowered the gangplank. Where y'all at? We're taking this boat over. Run right. the upper deck. They're firing down on us. Take cover, boys. Find some place
6: to hide.
3: Taken by surprise, Red Carter and his gang were caught without protection. The captain and his men, armed with guns and rifles, though outnumbered, had the advantage of concealment. They fired down from the upper deck, the wheelhouse, from behind funnels, and great piles of cargo in the stern. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto charged the shack where David and his old companion were held prisoners. Two men had been left on guard. One of these poked a gun through an open window, but he didn't get the chance to fire. The Lone Ranger's gun was ready.
1: That disarmed one of them, Toto. Come on, we'll go inside. Uh-huh. You won't get away with anything like this. Uh-huh. Who won't? You ain't put me on the fight yet. This him. Uh, no. You busted my hand. This will stop the pain. Uh-huh. The door over there is closed, Toto. Come on. Uh-huh. Locked. Stand clear. Me hit it. Good.
6: Cheyenne, he's masked. Hey, what in tarnation's
1: going on? Come on, both of you. We'll give you guns to help clean up this gang.
3: Red Carter realized that it was a hopeless fight. His men had been cut down until the river boatmen had the greatest number. Head
4: for sure, boys. Get clear while you're still on
3: two feet. What about the ones that fell? Yeah, leave them.
7: Get away! Back off the boat and keep your eyes on all sides. Keep shooting hard so as we drop anyone that shows himself. Keep shooting, boys! Hold
1: Fred! Behind us, look! What? The masked man! Get back on board that boat! Hold your fire,
6: Ben! Throw down those guns! You're caught between two fires! Throw them down and surrender, and we'll shoot every one
1: of you! News, he
7: says, boys? I know when we're licked. Throw down your guns. Well, I guess we got them, eh?
1: I think you have them all, Captain. Except two who were left on guard in the cabin. Huddle's watching them. Captain, this is Red Cotton. I know, Madison. That masked man told me all about the gang. You take them with you, Captain. The rewards will make your first trip the best-paying one of the season.
7: <laughs> Pay for all the firewood I
1: can use, eh? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I
7: guess, Dave, you got a share of that reward
6: coming.
1: And you'll need it, Dave. You see, you've got to buy a lot of new furniture. Huh? New furniture? Yes. Your wife deserves a mighty fine home. My,
6: my wife? Look over there. Ann. Oh, gosh, honey, you're alive. Yes, yes, I'm alive. Oh, oh, Ann. Ann, you are right. This isn't the country for a woman. I, I'll go back to Chicago with you. This country's all you said about.
5: You're wrong, Dave. It's true I learned the worst of this country, but I, I learned the good things about it, too. It's a magnificent country. Tano told me all about it, and I... Well, I can understand why you want to stay
6: here. Uh, well, well, maybe when you know it better, you'll feel the same as I did. You'll see the great trees that can be cut for building and the fertile ground for planting crops... A fish in the game for food. <laughs> oh, gosh, Ann. When you stop and, and think over all that's been provided for a man here, you, you feel like getting down on your knees and saying, Well, you've done your part, Lord, to, to make this a place for men to live. Now give us the strength and, and we'll do ours to the
0: new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh,
2: oh, oh, O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
3: The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.